0: Hi everyone and welcome to Training for Life Redeemed. I'm your host Dan. As always I'm joined by my father David Jackson. Today we're going to continue our series as we look through the book of Matthew. We're up to Matthew chapter 8, Dad. Now Matthew chapter 8 seems to have a theme at least for the first half of it of people who are unclean being healed by Jesus. We have uh, there's a Gentile in here, uh, Peter's mother is, has a fever, there's I think a man with leprosy as well, and Jesus is going to touch these people, well, except for the centurion's child, he's not going to touch this, this, uh, this slave child, he's going to actually be amazed at the guy's faith. What, why is this theme here, what, what, what's the point Jesus is making with these unclean
1: healings? It's great fun. We've just gone through COVID. We've had a whole bunch of people out in the street demonstrating about COVID restrictions and stuff. And there's part of me that would like to walk them back into the book of Leviticus and give them a little sample of what um, God does when people are sick, infectious, um, when their health can be transferred to other people, and leprosy is your classic example. Um, So leprosy is... Uh, hi, yeah, highly contagious and skin diseases. You don't want to touch all that stuff. So if if you're in the old old covenant and God's trying to teach you this concept that sin does damage to your body, uh, sin is infectious. You know we just inherit all of this stuff. Uh, so you try you set up these quarantine fences. And for the the most extreme was leprosy. So if you're a leper. You can't live with people. You've got to stay out of town. Uh, if you want to go anywhere, you've got to cover your face. We use face masks. They use a hand. And then you've got to yell at people and say, unclean, unclean, get out of the way. Um, so it's a terrible lifestyle. And this guy comes up to Jesus, and he doesn't ask to be healed. He asks to be cleansed, which means... Get rid of this uncleanness so I can go and socialise with people again. Let me back in town. Um, Let me visit my wife, you know. So, and then Jesus does this ridiculous thing. He walks over and he touches the leper. Um, And the leper is healed. And you go, everybody's cringing at the thought of him touching the leper. Mm. And then the leper's healed. And you go, what just happened? Just broke every mould. And the yeah, I, I use the line Jesus's wholeness, his holiness, is more infectious than sin and death. So, and he demonstrates that over and over again.
0: Um, yeah, he definitely does it in other miracles as well. When he like, he spits on people's yeah <laughs> tongues and in their ears and makes mud and touches yeah. lots of people who are disabled or are sick. You know, including you know, Peter's mother-in-law is going to heal her as well of her fever. Yeah. And I like the uh, this concept of you know jesus' purity his holiness his uh his health his uh beauty his perfection you yeah. know, is is what's contagious it actually fixes all of the of the bad rather than the bad stuff yeah. the rottenness yeah. being I, contagious I
1: use the example you don't send a sick kid to school to catch good health from the other kids, <laughs> but with Jesus that's how it works yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you
0: take the rotten bit of fruit out of the bowl. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you don't put, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But uh, we're then going to shift over to this calming of the storm, I yeah. think, yes. Oh, uh, well, well,
1: don't forget the centurion. Well, but, isn't he part of the unclean stuff? <laughs> he is, but you can't, I like the idea, you've got an unclean centurion, he's unclean because he's a Roman, because well, he's got leprosy. Yeah. He's, he's a Gentile, I don't. So you're not allowed in the house of a gentile, and Jesus says, "I'll come to your house," and the gentile says, "Oh no, 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 I'm unclean." So he's owning this whole thing. Um, in a, I mean, for a Roman army of occupation officer to say to a Jew, "I'm not worthy for you to come into my house because mm. I'm unclean," is would be staggering, and Jesus just speaks a word and this little child slave is healed and you go yeah
0: yeah yeah well the centurion understands too that you know, if you give an order it gets carried out yeah that's
1: true <laughs> but but yeah an order to heal a child and he recognizes Jesus has that authority that's pretty staggering
0: yeah yeah he doesn't need to be present in order to yeah. to fix things okay so now we're moving to the yeah. the cat, this, Let's go to this storm. <laughs> storm so uh, this passage, Dad, talks about you know, this disciples are on the Sea of Galilee, and most people's translations go say a storm comes up, and that's you know they're all scared and all the rest of it, and Jesus calms the storm and says, yep. you know, you have little faith. Can you firstly correct the bit that's wrong <laughs> in that story, and then explain the significance of it?
1: Okay, so the word that's used uh, that we translate storm is the word for an earthquake. And it just so happens that the Lake of Galilee, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, that's that's all part of the Great Rift Valley. And the Great Rift Valley is where two tectonic plates come together and they've pulled apart so that the middle drops down. And this is the lowest point on planet Earth down at the Dead Sea. So we're up here at the Lake of Galilee. And it, the text says in Greek that there was an earthquake. And you, you picture being in a fishing boat, on a lake when there's an earthquake. Yeah. And, you know, I went and had a look at the geological survey people and they say that when there is an earthquake, you also get atmospheric stuff happening. So this is not your usual fisherman in a boat out on a lake when there's a thunderstorm. This is much bigger than that. So you think of the tsunami effect of an earthquake. And that's why these guys yeah. are terrified.
0: Yeah, you take your tsunami effect that happens in an ocean
1: and put it and on put a it lake. in a lake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a really it's small like put, lake.
1: Putting it in Sydney Harbour, you know. Um, that would be terrifying. And it's at night. So, yeah. you know suddenly you've got wind, sudden and you've got this earthquake happening and you've got waves that are way bigger than normal and Jesus sleeps through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> and then they arrive on the other side of the lake and Jesus is going to heal uh, another very unclean person who's hanging out, uh, cutting himself.
1: We're we're in Gentile territory. Yeah. So we've actually, never mind the centurion, I won't go in your house. We're going to go over to Golanidas, which is Gentile country where they're farming pigs, and you're at the side of the lake where there's caves and tombs, so you're near a cemetery I mean, how more unclean can we get? Yeah, um, like add a demon possessed man. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, Have some naked guy running around screaming at you. Yeah, yeah. Follow Jesus; it gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I just love the irony of it. You know, you speak the word, uh, get lost, and the demon go. The demons go out, jump in the pigs, and you think the reason they wanted Jesus to send them away. Not send us into the abyss. Don't send us into final judgment. Um, and Jesus just calmly says, Oh, you know, off you go. You can go and join the pigs. And of course, the pigs run straight down, jump into the lake and drown and you're in the abyss. (laughs) Um, and the whole place is terrified. So, you know, that there's fear because he has the authority to speak these words. He crosses these unclean boundaries. Um, and he just destroyed your pig farm. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so. Yeah, but then the, the Gentiles who come don't want anything to do with him. They come and they see the guy; he's all good, and they just say, uh, yeah, yeah, you leave, please."
1: <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it interesting when you when you have the when Jesus comes along and he takes something with his so just violates everything and smashes life, and he fixes it. And the responses go away. Hmm. Um, I think that speaks vast amounts about the nature of Satan's rule over people. We would rather be broken, dysfunctional, you know, smashed to pieces, sick and dying, than have Jesus interfere with our lifestyle. It's it's crazy, but that's what we're dealing with.
0: Well, Dad, that does bring us to the end of Chapter 8, which yep. is the end of this episode, which is Episode 67.
1: Must be 67, somewhere I in there. there. Hopefully it's 67.
0: <laughs> so if you would like to grab the study notes for this episode, please head over to com slash 67. If you enjoyed the episode, we would love it if you could leave us a review. And make sure you hit the subscribe button and come back and join us next week. We're going to continue working our way through Matthew. We're up to Matthew 9 next week. And I'm looking forward to finding out what I'm going to learn from (laughs) Jesus healing, paralytics and a few other things.